Hey everyone, welcome back to the BMX in Our Blood. Hopefully you were able to listen to the first part of the Massachusetts trail scene report. I think last week was a good way to kick it off. Good trail guys and, and super interesting information. So if you haven't checked it out, go back to episode 59, part 1. So today we have part 2 which has Sunset Ranch trails kicking it off, and then the MOD trails with with Wayne Scrudden. So uh, two completely different scenes, and that's what I like about it. So uh, listen close. It starts off a, a little slow because we got into some, some uh, background and... And some personal things, and uh, and then we dove back into the trails. So after that, uh, MOD. So enjoy. There's one more part after this, and that will have oak woods and pine woods, and that'll complete the series. So once again, thank you, Power Spike Shop, for sponsoring the show. And thank you for bearing with me being a little bit late posting uh, since, well, as you all know, if you've been listening, I I broke my leg and my ankle um, before Thanksgiving. It's just a lot of appointments after surgery and all that stuff. So anyway, it is what it is. So enjoy your week, the rest of it anyway, and we'll have part three up next week. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll talk to you or see you soon. All right, there we go. So, welcome back to the BMX in our blood. We are on the next, on to the next installment of the trail series. What are we calling it, Derek? Derek's too busy in my toolbox. Is it the trail series? Massachusetts trail series. It's specific to Massachusetts. Massachusetts trail scene report. Trail scene report, that's what it was. That's where BMX started, right? Yeah, absolutely. Not California. Look at that Titan. That's man, a, oh man, that's an old bike. That is a head tube replacement for a secret awesome person. Are you going to put a head tube on? Yes, that is a replacement. It was split apart. Mm-hmm. And we realigned the jig behind you, which has a Credence in it right now. And we will be putting a new head tube on it. I think that was in the era of a quill stem, right? Mm-hmm. Not... We weren't to a headsets yet and all that, all that action. So it looked pretty old. Threaded Fury. <laughs> yes, that's top secret. <laughs> well, no one can see either because we're you know, we're doing this uh, doing this over over podcast waves. So anyway, thank you, Chris Traverse. It's Traverse. Is that pronounced properly? My father hated the way it was pronounced, not the way. Yeah. You know. Right. My grandmother pronounced it Travers. Travers, okay. So, my father was a traveling salesman uh-huh. that hated the way his name was pronounced. Yeah. So we changed it. Yeah. And I continue to change it. Oh, yeah? So where are we at now with it? Travers. Travers? Yeah, with a long A. Travers. Yeah. All right, I got you. It's like fun. you haven't seen me in a while, and you're, you're really excited. <laughs> yeah. You're just going to extend that Travers. <laughs> yep. Give me a little BMX background on yourself, because you were just talking mid-90s when we were walking up here. You've been in it for a while, huh? Uh, I was in it for a brief stint, very thick, 
I grew up right next to Weasel. Uh, my friend Michael still had some dirt jumps right down the street from my house. Um, and I was brought up kind of a skateboard kid going to private school. Right. And uh, right around dusk, yeah. you would see all the BMX guys show up at the skate spots. Yeah. And I was always intrigued and wondering where they were coming from to be so dirty right. <laughs> and ride so fast. Yeah. They had to be hiding somewhere. Right. And uh, I think actually one time I got to the end of my road and went down one of the dead end streets and found the trail. Oh, okay. And followed the trail through the woods and across the brook. Yeah, yeah. I had a bridge made out of motorcycle pallets from yeah. the Harley shop down the street uh-huh. and up the hill. And I found something rad. Yeah. And got chased right out abruptly. <laughs> it didn't like, that's a bad, bad first impression, I would imagine. Yeah. And it stuck with me the whole, my whole career in bike riding. Yeah. So then you created your own, which we'll get to, but, um, so so uh, that was mid nineties, right? Yeah. So mid nineties. You in your forties now? Thirty six. Thirty six. Getting close. Getting close. Doesn't, um, change, doesn't change a thing. I can tell you right now, it doesn't change a thing. The BMX crew in our town in the late nineties started to run really really thick. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually had a bike shop started by a gentleman named Will Cluster, who was avid mountain cyclist. Um, All these names are, are at the time. Are funny. They're good. Good names. Cluster. <laughs> he was an avid mountain biker at the time, and he was seeking, starting up his own custom mountain bike shop, small town, really niche mm-hmm. um, kind of bike shop, and he met all of us. Oh, okay. BMX kids from the woods that were basically terrorizing the side streets and grinding past the ledges in front of his shop, and he kind of adopted all of us. Yeah. And built his bike shop around BMX. Uh-huh carrying um, like the first Hoffman's mm-hmm. I remember he had an egg in the window uh-huh. and my friend Bobby had it got really really big and then we got in trouble for being in the woods oh man because come fall time at the end of the, at the end of the run for Mike's trails yeah all the backyards were looking into the woods mm-hmm. and we had trash and shovels everywhere yeah yeah so they came in and they offered the town offered to help with a uh, town-sponsored skate park, mm-hmm. and they were going to plow the trails. So we helped for a little bit with the skate park, which eventually was finished by the local motorcycle chapter. Oh, okay. Um, and there were no more dirt jumps in kind of Western Mass for a little while. Yeah. And I kind of fell into partying quite a bit in high school and found the bottle and didn't really put it down for eight or nine years and just kind of tried to functionally stagger through life with my Mm -hmm. eyes closed and my arms up until I think I lost my mother it kind of woke me up and my dad was like hey you need to get with it kid we got to go to a funeral you got to shave you got to get off the street you can come back to the house Mm -hmm. you can live here you can get a job and I don't want to see you sitting around the house for eight or ten hours a day you're not going to be here get out i don't care if you volunteer look for a job be productive do something get out and start living let's uh let's bring it to the trails got a lot to talk about with the trails so this is a series of questions that we're asking every trail builder so some might apply some some might apply some may not 
Um, who else makes up your crew here for the for sunset? The as cast, as, like, the cool. cast of Oak Woods, the core cast of Oak Woods, mm-hmm. was the majority of our crew at the end of Sunset's public raining. Um, we were forced to kind of close up shop, put up a fence, whole bunch of signs, mm-hmm. and I took it to a corporate level and let the trails kind of sit for a little while. And uh, Derek and the guys at Oak Woods have just been killing it. Me and my friend Normie and my kid Hunter. Yeah. We got this gigantic place that they could not plow. Uh-huh. It's just three guys with this huge place. We have yeah. way too much room to ride. Right. That's awesome. And good dirt, right? Well, actually, don't answer that. That's a question coming up. <laughs> I almost jumped ahead. Um, so your trails came about because of... I came back home and I did not know how to do things right unless mm-hmm. I was doing them like I did them when I was younger. Right. So I reverted back maybe to a younger a younger me and continued kind of where I left off. Uh-huh. I built ridiculous jumps that I was going to get hurt on and I invited all my friends back. Right. And I found right. out they didn't go anywhere. That They were still there. They were all just hanging out waiting for me right how long did it take you to get your first rideable line done so i look at riding quite a bit different i don't need things to be perfect and i need to ride because i have fun riding i have fun dialing don't get me wrong Uh i won't put a square edge on anything but i have a lot of fun sculpting with the building material i work with i have been riding since the first day i stepped foot in those woods you wrote things as you built them. Yeah, you follow a line in, mm-hmm. you're riding it out. If you want to ride down to the end of the line and there's a footpath, I'm right. sure there's going to be some dirt dirt hills that get left that turn into rollers, that turn into major parts of major lines. Right. And, right. and we watched it happen really fast like that mm-hmm. because when we started, we started really strong. Uh-huh. And everyone was riding constantly and stopping and dialing some more yeah. and then riding. We cooked together, yeah. we dug together, and we rode together. We were filling in. I was filling in for major parts of my life that I had lost. Mm-hmm. Huge sections of times of dedication in my life. Pictures burned in house fires, videotapes, footage gone. Yeah. And I, wanted to, I wanted to pack as much beautiful, meaningful life into this thing that I was trying to do in the woods, mm-hmm. which definitely had a shelf life. Sure. I want to fit as much into it as possible. Right. And we have a YouTube channel with like 200 of our sessions just because just we had flip cameras or yeah. we were playing with editing so anyone can just roll up and be like, yeah, I was here this date and it, pull up their jam. Oh, it was st- it's still up now? Yeah. So how do people find it? On Chris, wants to... Chris Travers' okay. YouTube channel. Okay, perfect. Sunset Ranch. I mean, the screen kind of lights too. up. We had a lot of fun with... Uh, John from Can You Dig It early on because mm-hmm. we knew him from way back in right, the 90s right. traveling down south even the Sevs mm-hmm. um, so he helped us out big time with like an online presence it was neat to be able to turn stuff on and, yeah. and see the news and people you were connected to throughout the community like what's going on now it's really awesome yeah it's, I think it's great to get the word out it's different than a lot of spots I, I go to but it's the same like what you've got it's the same as what I grew up with. Because that's how we did it. This we is how I was shown. We rode the same day we built all the time. 
all the time because that and that's the anticipation go home and then come back dig 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 go home dig 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 go home and never get to ride because it keeps me keeps everyone motivated if you can ride it that's just me i don't have any problem with the way people do it each has each person has their own way of doing it no sweat but i like what you're saying about it run it you know what i mean get some riding in so all right how about this jams or invite only or maybe both i don't know how you want to do that because of the way i was forced to and we're, and kinda... we're talking about back before before um before you start getting limited mm-hmm. back before that i'm asking when you actually could invite people or however it was a friends only mm-hmm. jam who and they could bring whoever they wanted but it's just like a biker gang Mm-hmm. Someone got to be held accountable for someone. You know, if you brought them, and, and it's turning a little salty or a little weird, you know. You're taking them out. Yeah, you're you brought them in. It's like the dishwashing job, you know. The dishwasher moves up to prep cook. Well, what happens when that dishwasher feels like yeah. he got tricked? He don't come back. Right. You don't go hire another dish dog. You bring that prep cook right back down where he's supposed to be. Right, right. All right, so this one's pretty interesting, and it if you don't touch on certain things, I may ask Derek to jump in, but how is the dirt around your area? And how is everything made, shovels or machine? I think we know that answer, shovels. Um, or maybe not. Do you have a machine back there? Or was it all no, shovels? it's a real neat thing. I'm right behind my friend's excavation company mm-hmm. in a wetland where you can't dig. Me and Me and two other dudes pounded that whole place out. By hand? Yeah. All shovel. Yeah, one of two of them are still being used. Yeah, Eric gave us a shovel our second year, uh-huh. and I've still got Kyle's wooden shovel. Kyle Amidon, Amidon yeah. is that you see his name? It's a shame, shame he's not here because it sounds like everyone loved this. Was yeah, good. Kyle had a uh, beautiful way of looking at things to see the good and try to ignore the rest. The talk of salt in his presence, he'd just look at the floor and be like, "We got better stuff to talk about." He a great dude. I miss him dearly. I wish I could say more, right. but I didn't get a chance to then. I'm glad we touched on him today because he's a guy that needs to be brought up again blue. and again. Don't forget him. You know what I mean? Don't don't. Forget you walked him. underneath his memorial in the middle of my woods today. You walked right underneath a bike Tony Long gave him his uh, first year back that's okay. missing a head tube. Uh-huh. And my bike was the jump across from it that I pulled under out from underneath the tarp. Yeah, yeah. That's the head tube that was okay. Kyle's bike. I ride that bike every day. Uh-huh. That was the first BMX frame I made. That was me and Kyle's big big BMX scam, right? Yeah. We were going to build this whole shop. That's his drill press. That's uh-huh. his anvil. Mm-hmm. My welders. We were going to build this shop. We are going to make these silly Boy Scout cookies <laughs> and peddle yeah. them to everyone's moms and girlfriends. Yeah. And that would afford us money until we had some tubing. Right, We'd right. make frames and we were just going to ride bikes and build jumps talk about the dirt the dirt because right. i was asking about the dirt in your area because every Derek, area is different Derek, cover the dirt you want to cover it it is I don't probably think it... the wildest combination of clay sand and silt you've ever touched oh no, that's cool we <laughs> can right, hear right. we're good um oh, by the way this is Derek witt who's who uh everyone may not listen to everyone but this was Derek's idea and Derek witt is here to fill in some blanks and and uh, maybe catch some things we didn't remember. So go ahead. Sorry about that. So, from my workings of it, it's definitely, like I said, a wild mix of 
clay, silt, and sand. There's no rocks in sight. So when you talk about starting a set of trails in a sandbox, you're starting a set of trails in a sandbox. You can do anything you want with no limitations. And this dirt is the perfect catalyst, really. And it's right along the river, right? So you're yeah. getting a lot of silty stuff, you're getting... And I don't know the full history behind it, but it used to be from the glacier or a lake, right? We are sitting at the bottom of Lake Hitchcock, yeah. a 50 million year old prehistoric lake bed. And 500 feet east of us is the remaining bits of that lake, the Connecticut mm -hmm. River. Right, right. Got it. That's the Connecticut and Massachusetts River Valley, right? Yep. So what do you got there? This would be a couple hunks of our sunset clay. Uh-huh. Crumbly to the touch. Yeah, all right. It's... Very, very chalky, much like this chunk of Pennsylvania clay yeah. from Caddy Woods. Yes, sirree. <laughs> I steal soil samples from everywhere I go. <laughs> Kyle taught me well. I'm afraid to cry. I, I don't want to... Don't be afraid because you just add water turn into that. That's so. So this stuff, this is pretty hard. So you can you can pack it pretty tight. If you had to relate it, it's like modern clay. Yeah, you yeah. can right. sell it. Like it. Right. <laughs> you probably could. I just I love the comparison. I'm glad you had these handy. That's awesome. Well, check these ones out. This is like the sedimentary years because you can see the layers. Uh huh. Each one of those. It's almost like shale. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And, and a couple. Couple mile down the river, you'll mm -hmm. have the dinosaur tracks, which is oh. same stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's, petrified. Right, that's wild. Look at that! It's like a show and tell. You brought all this stuff. This <laughs> I got is... like toys. I got all kinds of stuff in here. When I started, I didn't have a license, so I built these jumps, and people kind of came over here. Yeah. Right, right. It was neat. I didn't have to Ride have a, a little, car. Come back to your house. Yeah, yeah. Go to the river. Got a rope swing. We built a ramp back there. The river is still pretty big up here. I know it's big in Connecticut, but I mean in width. Depth is probably varies, but it's pretty wide over there. Of course, it's cleaner it's, up it's here high too. Right now, <laughs> yeah, oh, it, really it gets high. worse as you go further down for sure, especially through like Windsor and that, that area. Dump. I'm sure a lot of stuff has been dumped. Um, so thank you on the dirt. What's your uh, what's your favorite feature at your trails? Friends. I like that. Yeah. I do not I like go that. into my woods. Like, now I started doing it. I'll stop there on the way back from work for 15 minutes before I come home and get Hunter, uh -huh. my son. Yeah. Um, when friends stop coming, that's, like, my reason to dig. That's my reason to keep going. That's my reason for everything is, like, for everyone's good time. Like, if we ain't having a good time, then we'll move to party somewhere else. Right. I moved it to the city. I pitched my program for trails to the to the city school systems, uh -huh. private sector. Right. They ate it right up. I go mountain biking for work mm -hmm. now, take kids to the skate park. Oh, yeah? Run field trips. What do you do exactly, if you don't mind me asking? I am a bike guy in the private sector school system. In the, in the school system? but Private sector. Oh, okay. So this is mon not necessarily Montessori, but um, not traditional municipal schooling. I work with children in crisis and special mm -hmm. needs. Nice. Okay, gotcha. So it would be like through a treatment center or something along those lines. It's actually a, a private schooling facility, yes. Mm -hmm. That's um, awesome. It's pretty wild. It's and an excellent kid, opportunity. And the kids probably love bikes. 
Most provided an incentive. Oh, okay. Like at the end of the afternoon, mm-hmm. you can go ride your bikes outside. Nice. We have a bike trail, we have a bike path. Works out good. And you've seen it make a difference. <sighs> it's beautiful what I've seen. Yeah. Um, I build all these bikes that are donated to the program through dumps found on the side of the road, mm-hmm. thrown out, leftovers in the garage. I rebuild everything with the kids. Uh-huh. We do a small, limited shop program, introduction to simple tools. We do a safety program and a nutrition program. Nice. That's awesome. Too many kids are on their cell phones. Okay. And they That's get in true. trouble because of it. Not in our high school for some reason. <laughs> they have Wi-Fi in the high school, so it just encourages the kids. Yeah, encourages the kids to be on their phone during class. But whatever, my kids are done with school, so now I can bitch and moan about it. But <laughs> but anyway, I I really like your answer. If if we were to switch it to dirt, do you have a favorite a favorite section of your trails or a favorite jump or is the quarter pipe? The quarter pipe is pretty wild. That's in a cool place. 15 foot tall quarter pipe, middle of the woods, riding with your best friends, that's rad. Mm-hmm. Um, starting at the top of the hill for a jump line mm-hmm. and having your kid follow you, but building the jump line into a rollable feature on the side. So you can ride together. Hunter is 14, I'm 36, we roll down the hill, we're mm-hmm. both 10. Yeah, <laughs> right. It feels new every time. Uh-huh. Being able to keep those different levels rolling down at the same time. Right. I couldn't say a favorite other than that, doing mm-hmm. it with somebody else out there. Yeah, yeah. I haven't gone to Pennsylvania alone, ever. I always bring a friend. Well, now that you mention that, how about favorite features at trails you have been to and why? <whistles> Tough one to pick. I would say Caleb's line on a October Sunday with Louie and Mr. Rushmore, those two English gentlemen. Louis Delfino? Oh my, no, 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 different guy. Okay. Don't, don't, not to take away from Louis' radness, I should hope to be half as rad as he is at his age. Yeah? Talking about the Louis they call Bambi, right? Pretty sure. Pretty sure at that gym, that's what they were calling him. Yeah. And where was this, by the way? I, I didn't catch that. Oh, a cat. That would be Caddy okay. Woods. And Mr. Rustmore showed me that line, and I take it up onto the on and off, over and low, uh-huh. past West Side, and all these other lines that I don't know the names of that the locals change frequently. Uh-huh. And it, I, I get from the small pump track line over by Schwantz line, and I get all the way to the big boy section, uh-huh. and it takes longer. Yeah. It's a nicer ride. You can roll the windows down, feel the breeze. (laughs) Well, that's funny. I like the analogies. So, all right, let's see. Are there any trails on your bucket list that you'd like to go to? Trails that really resonate with you, like, you know, they... they, I'd like to go to a bin jam, if I said that right. (laughs) Is that sales pace? Uh, Sounds about right. Sales gave me directions to Caddy Woods, and he thought I was in Bethlehem. Right, and I had to get to Caddy, but I was in Caddy Woods with Jacob. Uh-huh. I was in Catasauqua. I tried to follow his directions. Boy, we ended up in the middle of some quarry somewhere in the middle of the woods. Yeah, so I'd like to get to a bin jam. Talk to Chris Sales about them first directions in Pennsylvania. <laughs> All right. Bin jam set. Sure. Yeah. It's just like a. Imagine like the 
like a comma almost pump track. Mm-hmm. Then you come around a berm and there is a like sixty foot plywood rolling to a cement lip made out of a hill. Whoa. It's gotta be like a fifteen foot fly out step up. It's like if my vert wall was the takeoff. Pretty yeah. Much. Yeah. Was Dave King part of this? Uh this was um Because it sounds kind this of This isn't familiar. Dave King's interview. No, no, no. no. It's a, what's that? Flash. Okay. That's, Only because he had like a ravine type of That's yeah. type of deal. That's him. All right. <laughs> Just trying to trying to put it together. I, I like this question. Uh, your feeling about trail building trails building warm up areas or pump tracks? Um, some people don't. Some people do. My feelings on it? Yeah. Should it be done? Does it matter? They're late to the party. And if you don't think you're late to the party, remember the last time you got in an argument with someone mm-hmm. over how a jump should be shaped. And then remember the last time you're riding a pump track with your friend. Uh-huh. Completely different. Yeah, yeah. Completely different. Your two friends are looking at each other on the pump track. They're smiling. They're out of breath. They look at each other. Mm-hmm. It's a feeling of content. Mm-hmm. Two dudes build a jump. If they're fucking friends at the end... <laughs> you gotta wait well, I, to ride it. I've heard I've heard stories and I've witnessed it. Thank God it doesn't happen at Kyle all. Kyle came to my jumps when when some of his jumps maybe weren't the way he wanted them to be at a place mm-hmm. he had with Al. And GMT came up to my trails and hung out with me and Kyle and they look at each other and they built a rad pump track. And I looked at them and went, God damn. I need to make lines beside all my jumps because the feeling we get rolling down the same terrain that that matters that right. that feeling matters it's it's keeping someone included or making it an exclusion thing and and when like someone's being introduced to BMX they don't want nothing to be salty or excluded but someone need to teach and someone need to have a little bit of a foot down so a rollable place seems like a starting place. Mm-hmm. And if you just don't want your trails to be like that, if you want them to be for you and all you, maybe that's not what you need. But yeah, I sure it. as hell like jumping on the treadmill instead of walking around the block in a rainy day. <laughs> and I well, feel pretty good afterwards. I think a lot of places have definitely been adding them. Almost everywhere you go now. Everywhere is rollable now. Now you got a rollable yeah. way back to the top. Don't Remember forget. that? Remember yeah. that when you got to the end? And well, the big thing that's changed is is now we're dealing with multi generational. So it's neat. You know, you get your kid. Yeah, and he rides know. with one of Weasel's first sponsors from a bike shop. Will is sixty three, right? Uh-huh. With a fourteen year old down the same hill, I got thirty foot long jumps down. Yeah, that's the most precious thing in the world. I think it's a good way to go. I don't think every set of trails needs to happen because everyone's allowed to do their own thing but i i do like that they've been added the past couple of years for sure the past couple of years but uh definitely if we had more room we'd probably try to put one in mm-hmm. we would have been there more often derek we would have been to oak woods more often it hunter would have been there would have been a more inclusive thing Being calling in out with other backyards abutting us you can you had a roll through at your jam yeah we've got like a snake snake yeah. kind of going on yeah where you don't have to jump we're working on it. They're working on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's. I think it's. I've, there's other places we'll visit on this journey that we're doing, that yeah. I'm sure don't have it. But the ones we're doing, GMT and 
Chris are the only ones who have a pump track. Really? All right. Well, Can't no, wait no, to no. ask MLB's these. MLB's got something of a pump track. Okay. He jumps in it, so... If you can die on the pump track, it doesn't count as a pump track, so don't even bring MOD into it. Fair. Fair. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, MOD is not terrifying. Uh, I don't know. Is that the place that has the stones that they use to back, to back up the... No, see, there's a trend now because some photos of MOD mm-hmm. hit mainstream. Yeah. And people doing the rock thing and putting rocks around their jumps. Mm-hmm. No, nah, MOD's made of rocks. Like it's built in a quarry. Really? If they want to tear down and make their jump bigger, they peel off three inches of some supposed dirt, yeah. stack more rocks on it, and cover it back up again. Yeah. Wow. So that's that's the truth about MOD. If you hadn't been there to interview them, not yet. Be careful. <laughs> they tote rocks. The guys are strong. That's right. Um, all right. This, believe it or not, this is my last question. Then we're going to open it up to Derek if he has anything he wants to talk about, or if you want to talk about anything else, because. We are, we're doing well. We're half hour into it. So I wanted to know, all right, this is your choice. Rake and ride, on tarp and ride, or conditions must be perfect. Those are your three choices. So it's never C. Never, it is never It's not Pixie to win? C. Pixie and win? You, you must live life to its fullest <laughs> and smell the roses. I tarp, I think we're... We were there in the beginning when it was a novel idea. Mm-hmm. I think I'm one of the only ones that still goes to the lumber yard to get free four millimeter square edge tarps to cover my jumps for free. Just putting that one out there, guys. Why the lumber yard? Because they have hemmed edges. Oh no, no, I mean. You ever uh, seen lumber on a tractor trailer? Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not just a flat tarp. Right. They're they're sewn down the corners. So they can cover the. Yeah. So this is stuff that's starting to tear or whatever, it's like the perfect thing to... No, when the lumber gets to the lumber yard, they take the tarp off and they roll it up and throw it away. Yeah, that happens everywhere. I just go there and ask for the tarp. They put them in a big pile in the corner. You hear that, guys? All over the trails, go to the lumber yard. I was going to say, I need tarps right now. and I, I, I don't want to spend 100 bucks on a roll that no, don't. shitty plastic. Yeah. That plastic ain't that shitty. I still got some of Al's, I mean, compared Al's tarp on my jumps. Compared to a nice... Compared to a nice heavy tarp, it's I would much rather have a nice heavy tarp because then it holds down a little better too, I would imagine, because it's thicker mill, right? Wow, that's awesome. So anyway, you're, so you're saying untarp and ride out of those three? Untarp them and ride. I haven't used tarps all fall, so they get wet and then I ride them mm-hmm. because yeah. they're made of ground and the ground absorbs water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Makes for excellent riding surface. <laughs> Definitely not rake and ride. Well, that was, I was that getting was, a bit high on the berm this fall, and the moss was creeping down, so I kind of took the sharp edge of the rake uh, okay. and peeled some moss back so I could get some good comp three tear in there. Do you run comp threes? Yes. Nice. Thanks to Brent from MOD. Nice. He called me a pussy, so I took the street tires off and put back the comps. I, I put the comp threes on, and I... And I I, uh, I was nicely told you're ruining the jumps with your comp threes. <laughs> yeah, see? Salt. Yeah. Salt. Hate yeah. on someone's noise. The only reason they, they knew is because they heard you and they were like, ooh, I hear some comp threes. <laughs> I fucking wish I had those. <laughs> hey, you're ruining the jumps, fucker. <laughs> it's, just, it's just envy and showing off. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a far cry from, from what it used to be in that way, but... 
I'm really happy to see where, what it's become. Oh, it's beautiful. Now it's a yeah. way of life. It's like a, it's like an accepted gender. You know, I'm mm-hmm. a bike rider. Oh, right. cool. You got like rights and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you do. It's neat. I remember I got busted at 13 for sliding down a railing, and I had to go to court with my dad. Really? Oh yeah. They wanted to press charges for private destruction of or destruction of private property. Oh God. Scraped it. Wow. So what else you got, Derek? I got well, my questions in. Well, I had that one question, but I think you pretty much answered it already. Like, what is it that keeps you coming back to trails and everything? What is it? It's all Friends. you guys. Yeah. Like the good times. A drop knowledge. Like you remember loose clothing? You ever heard of that? Mm-hmm. Yes. Punk rock BMX. Yeah, Jay Govin, right? Right. From Westfield. Mm-hmm. Him and Burger Day had a ramp in their backyard. I used to pedal like miles to get there. Jay moved there from where? That's where Jacob and this kid are from. Jay's the one that taught me and Weasel. You're saying town of where. All right, W-A-R-E, people. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a town in Massachusetts yeah. called Ware. It's <laughs> where shit goes to die or get lost or people ride not, BMX. Right. Western Mass is this weird little collection of towns that don't talk to each other mm-hmm. and scenes that kind of just pop up and start thriving. Mm-hmm. So, like, the scene that sparked me when I was 13 turning 14 by my first loose clothing sweatshirt from my local bike shop he from 15 minutes down the road from Derek mm-hmm. and his trails that's where he's from uh-huh that is a wild circle of life right being influenced 20 years ago and then influencing or maybe having influence on someone finding out oh well yeah BMX is the way BMX was in this town because because this dude moved there. Right. And he was only one of those people because 20 years later, still, look at his town. Mm-hmm. They had three sets of trails running near Oak Woods before they finally yeah. decided yeah. they finally decided to, okay, we're going to we're gonna do it full wholeheartedly right here in and a safe place. On one spot. Well, part okay. of the reason of that, too, is because all those trails that we built one of them got torn down so a fire department could get built. And the rest of them are just in the middle of the woods where everyone in town walks and converges. So uh-huh. you can spend an entire day on a whip, come back the next day, and it's completely torn down. So we had to find a location that no one was going to mess with our stuff. And that's really how we ended up building Oakwoods. Yeah. And, and, and they went through it as I was kind of being held under the gun by... The diocese, the Catholic diocese, for being on the land that I was on. I was going through town meetings and a lawsuit and mm-hmm. all this stuff with the environmental police. So they saw their private land. It was probably made it pretty easy for them to say, yep. Which is obviously unusable by the diocese because that's down the hill next to the river. It's probably a flood area. That's, why, that... I don't, that's why I don't talk about it with them. And I made another different thing. And... Yeah. Does it ever flood? No, it can't Does flood. the river ever go can't flood. I didn't notice how close it was to water. Army level. Corps engineers um, mm-hmm. installed a water table defying uh, like a bridge mm-hmm. uh, dam structure okay. just around the corner from where my trails are. Oh, so okay. the groundwater only goes up so high before it's released into the, the water table. I got it. So you're on the correct side of that. Yes. I got you. It could rain for shoot forever I rode this morning dude yeah did you really <laughs> why do you think it was all blown out down there 
I rode the pump track. <laughs> I rode that roller line that I pointed to you at, and I, that's why there are tire tracks on it. it I rode it in the rain. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's pretty amazing. I don't know how no you, one else rode. I, I got it. mine. Them Com threes, dude. <laughs> Com threes. That's my takeaway from this. I gotta go put my Com threes back on. It's all just dirt. <laughs> Well, the only reason we is. hold any gold weight to it is because we sit there and wait for it to get hard. Mm-hmm. You gonna play the waiting game? I mean, we've painted walls before, right? It dries pretty quick. There's no room Actually, for salt. T- um, There's no room for salt because you can just put more, more mud on it again, and then in two days it'll be ready again. Yeah, <laughs> you've. Uh, I mean, I've had this conversation with uh, with Ground Chuck in the world that we lived in back in the 90s is a far cry from what things are today but uh trails it seems like the ratio of time to riding has reversed 20 years later you know i feel I mean? bad for that idea do, do you know what i mean i mean do do you agree well i'm not asking you if you you can any way you interpret that but i feel like it's reversed i feel like the there's more time spent dialing than there is riding. There's no time to dial. If you're spending all your time dialing something in so your makeup looks perfect before the dance and then you're going to a mosh pit. <laughs> I mean, just relate it to, to everyday life. Like, if, if really, if it comes down to dialing something, then that's awesome. Then you're sculpting and, and that's a very beautiful therapeutic thing in itself. Mm-hmm. And then you're riding it, and and, and, and it's a, a spiritual thing. But if you're trading that time for what you really want, I found myself trying to, to play the show-off game. I'm going to show off how nice I can make my jumps. Mm-hmm. I don't want to like that game. That game sucks. I don't know. That game sucks ass. Like, I'm going to show you how much fun I can have out there. I dug... For a week straight in spring, I farmed all year for my family and worked all year for my family. And then I walked out there fall time, took the tarps off. That shit was beautiful. I've been riding every single day. Mm-hmm. You can spend that time dialing and freaking out, but you'll drive yourself mad. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I don't wish that on anybody. No. I started to see it in my friends that have those trails, and I, my heart goes out to them. It, it can be easier. <laughs> it doesn't um, have to be. Doesn't have to be rock hard to ride it. It can be soft, and you can still go high as hell. Tomorrow it'll be harder and faster. Sleep on it. I heard someone say when I interviewed them not too long ago that they would stay awake at night, stressing over not getting to a section to fix it up. And I'm listening to this person, I'm thinking, what? You couldn't sleep because that that one jump was I understand that. Like, I understand that because I wanted to impress my friends and I wanted to give my friends the greatest time mm-hmm. I possibly could. That's why my wife freaks out when my friends are coming over and I have the house a mess because she wants a nice house. She wants right. it to look as rad as hell. She worked hard as fuck for it. Sure. I did too, but right. it's easier for me to leave it a mess. Right. That part just surprised me, is all I'm saying. Is it's too bad that persons that 
I was there, but I've also I was there in my life for trails mm-hmm. this time around. But I've also been there with three kids that I met as perfect strangers this time mm-hmm. around and said, "Let's have a charcoal fire," mm-hmm. and then just dumped the charcoal on the roller. I bet you we'll make the roller hard in a half hour. And we sat there and cooked hot dogs on this fucking piece of dirt. <laughs> and sure as shit, it baked that roller, and we were going 30 miles an hour through that section. It still rocks off. He walked yeah, over it today. <laughs> today? Yeah. Well, anyway. Uh, it's, yeah. it's life. It's like, he ain't freaking out about the jump, dude. It's not about the jump. Mm-hmm. It's about, you know, camaraderie and your friends. Mm-hmm. I think somewhere along the Instagram social media thing, like it's slowed down with sharing it and started to try to show it off. Look what I got. Look how perfect it is. Mm-hmm. Look at this piece of dirt with a 90 degree edge. I can go on the hashtag van life and see perfect pictures of people having a van life. Mm-hmm. I lived in a fucking van for the Donner party and a tent for two months. Van life ain't fucking pretty, and and <laughs> yeah. Oh, what else we got, Derek? Anything on this one? Considering you're going to be asking us the same question, I feel like I should, should kind of save that opinion. Huh? Yeah, absolutely. Wait no, I'm not on this. Do you have any other questions though, any that other I questions? didn't cover? I am going to be hitting you with these same questions. Yes. I know. And you you've got a heads up now. So, <laughs> but the other Derek and Dimitri will be in on this one. Mm-hmm. So you. Uh, oh, I- Maybe I'll keep it a secret from them and just pretend I don't know what the hell's going on. That's right. You may have to let them answer a few things their way. Yeah. Yeah. How about, because I have a few more minutes here, and we can do this. You know what? What you got? Let's talk uh, real quick about it, since we got a few minutes, and then i got to buy a rose from you. I want oh, a metal rose. this guy's going to take money. Uh, you have to take money, yes. Um, we can work out a barter or something. What am I going to barter? I don't know. You got any weed? I got No. I definitely don't. We already, we already covered that on the way down here. Come on, that shit was Derek funny. and I already. <laughs> no. Although, so I get, I'm going to tell you a funny story. I was in Richmond a couple weekends ago. I heard that's nice down there. I got, it was nice. You had the jam on Saturday. You had the, do, the DIY jam. And then on Sunday, we rode the pump track next to the trails that Gillies deal. And I was leaving, and this guy gave me a uh, a business card, and had a bunch of stickers taped over. I'm like, I don't know what this is. So I just I brought it home. By the time I got I got home, obviously really late at night on a Sunday, probably early Monday morning. So I bring this thing in, into my office into work, and I'm like, what's going on with this business card? So I finally take a knife and like cut it open. Well, yeah, the whole place started to stink. In my in my work, like I was at my place of business where they have drug testing, the whole deal, and here I am with a little block of weed. Um, hey, he gave you weed and you didn't know it. I had no idea, and he didn't ask me first, so I was like, I you could I ended up throwing the shit away. You could have asked me because no one I know no at work. Derek would have smoked it. You know, even if I knew someone at work, I can't just hand it over at work. No, because then they'll fired. know you're part of that club. Well, no, because I'll get fired. Well, then, yeah. Well, and, and that's that's the that's the basis on the firing is because you're part of the club. <laughs> but I'm not Weed part of the, handed. I'm not part of the club. I got, <laughs> I'm not part of the club. I got set up, damn it. So, uh, anyway, that was probably one of the funniest things that's happened to me in my 
That's neat. That dude in Richmond, man. Yeah. Crandall, who was that guy? Yeah, well, he wasn't, he wasn't from Richmond. Um, a good guy. He just he misread, he misread me, and he didn't ask, and that's, that's what happened. So, you know, it's all good. Not a bad guy. I just was the wrong person to give it to. You know, because I, wa- I wasted it on That's him. why you don't read people. No, you, you talk. That's exactly Use your words. That's exactly big right. Boy. That's exactly right. And he, he messaged me and apologized. He said, "Oh, I, I I didn't realize I should ask you first, Blah blah blah. It's all good. Like it, it's cool. It would have been nice if I didn't open it at work because <laughs> all my the people that work for me were all like scramble. We're like, man, we got to get a different smell in here quick. <laughs> Someone fart. Do something. God. So uh, anyway, so <laughs> all right, tell. Tell me about your business real quick before we wrap it up, because you do have a very cool business. You do a lot of metal sculptures, right? Is that the primary business? I tried to get something that we could just keep making and keep making and keep making and keep making. Mm-hmm. And and I'll be darned, my father made these little, little, where the hell are they? He made these little leather flowers back in the 70s and dropped them off at every Harley dealer and leather shop. Really? Yeah, give them all to them on consignment. Sell them for twelve bucks. If they ever sell, send me a send me a check. Really? Son of a bitch, right? At the end of a couple of months, the checks started pouring in for my father, and they just coming from everywhere because he dropped them off everywhere, yeah. and they just started selling. No way. I got that idea when Kyle came out here to uh-huh. dig, and yeah. I was like, yeah, we'll just make these little flowers, and we'll sell them for like twenty bucks a pop. And you turned it into metal from leather. Yeah, we came down here, stomped a few out of a sheet of metal, came up with a cute little business plan, did some math, figured out how cheap we could make them. Yeah? Figured if we didn't wreck our hands twisting these, we'd wreck our hands shoveling. So all the locals got together, and we were making these for like two whole seasons while we were riding. Right. Selling at music festivals, car shows. It was great. Bought a whole bunch of tubing, and then we made the bikes. Oh, nice. So now you, your dad did them in leather, and you do them in metal, right? Yeah. Or do you still do them in leather also? Well, I bought a whole bunch of leather, but I don't see too many leather flowers selling these days. I'm pretty good with the metal, so yeah, we pump those right out. Nice. Well, I want to buy one before we leave. All um, right. Let's not end the interview on money. I didn't nah, want. I didn't want to no, take no. your money today. You can have one, you know. I insist. I Everyone going to be like, that motherfucker, he no, drove all the way up there, interviewed no, him, put him on the podcast, he no, still took his money. Now, you know what? I, I believe in anyone that is, is working hard at something, I, I believe in paying for it. All right. I, and I don't, and no one's going to stop me, and that's the way I've always been. All right, well, we'll buy, we'll buy a safety guard for Kyle's press or something. That thing's <laughs> pretty wild. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so how, how do people get a hold of you if they're into, uh, you do more than just metal roses right what else do you i pretty much will make anything someone wants if they want to pay for it Mm -hmm. wanting to pay for it's a hard thing Mm -hmm. because building a shop and having all the tools owned right is a weird thing so now like my cost is kind of down sure and i pick my audience who i want to charge money to so i mean like if I would to charge like couple three four hours of my hard earned work to like you guys my friends if I wouldn't give it to you I'd charge you ten twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. If I go down to the city though and sell it to someone that just got off the subway and it's kind of rude, that's a sixty dollar bill. Right, right. Dwayne yeah. from MOD taught me that. He's like, dude, you can't charge everybody the same price. <laughs> you pick your audience guy. I'm yeah, your yeah, friend. Yeah, yeah. You can't charge me that. Right. You make me a bunch of them, or I'm gonna wreck your jumps. I'm gonna case the shit out of them. <laughs> 
great. So now Dwayne got a whole bunch of nice ones, and he helped me refine my whole business model. Yeah. I like it. It's been beautiful. And, and the highest compliment in the world a bike rider could ever ask is friends to come to the jumps. Mm-hmm. And you're building the jumps, so they fucking better be good. <laughs> and for someone to want art, man, yeah. and, and like to look at it, like, thank you. That's, oh, that's my pleasure. That's rad, man. I have a lot. I have quite a few friends that, that uh, either print in a way that's art because I've got one friend, the Square Camera Monsters, um, this guy Brian Close. He does. He's really into uh, old, old cameras. Hasselblad. I, I believe you say Hasselblad. I think is how you pronounce. I think it. I got a box of camera stuff for him. Oh, do you? Nice. I think we talked on the gram. Oh, okay. <laughs> Super nice guy. Street vendor. He lives in Brooklyn. He make lights. Uh, no, no lights. No. Okay. No. Um, but he makes really good camera shirts. They're, they're just rad. Cool. I pay for them all day long. They're like good quality. It's a friend that made it. It's so cool. Just like... The support in the community is a beautiful thing. Yeah. I'm I'm all for it. So anyway... This one's just going through all my old art that I didn't like. <laughs> There's just so much stuff in here. You see that sign up there on that weird crazy Sabrosa frame? Uh-huh. You're on the right path. Yeah, that you're on the right path. Yeah, that is the actual cardboard directions to get to Ed Weston's party after the trails. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Sullivan or Sawyer snagged that shit like five years ago. Oh man, that's awesome. What was that to the uh, Moon Saloon? Yes. Which is now the June Saloon? Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, I am really psyched that I got to meet you here. Cool. Uh, and thank it's you like for to meet doing you this here. last minute. This is, I like when I didn't have, this is like when I didn't have my license and people came over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate you doing it last minute. It's one of those things where I record whenever I can. Yeah. And today freed up and bam. The sec- one, uh, two down, one to go. Awesome. Go back, spend time with my wife. and uh, Tell Jay I miss him. Now. I love him. Next yeah. spring, Sunset will be open with our private entrance. It'll be private jams. But I want, I want to know that our, the family that we had before, you know, we, we ain't getting any younger, so I like to do yeah. as much jamming around as possible. And Kyle left me with quite a lot of dirt to ride. Right. And me and, uh, me and Norm and Hunter, we can't ride all of it all the time, so it would yeah. be nice to get some tracks down there. Absolutely. Will do. I'll pass it on. I'll see him in about, what, hour, hour and a half by the time I get back there? Something like that? Yeah, Belcher Town's, what, 20 minutes from here? Yeah. Something like sure. that? Sure. We just head on south. Yeah. But I will definitely pass it on. Chris, I very much appreciate you doing this. Thank you, dude. And thanks for showing me around your trails. I've been dying to see him. And... There'll be much more next year. All right. Excellent. Thanks, Excellent. Dude. Thank you, Chris. Shit, there's so much I have to cut out already. We just started. Oh, we're already recording. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was, just, I was testing things out. And I'm like, uh, it's going to be hard. Well, actually, you know what? Let's start this he off talking shit. He won't even listen to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know me. I, I don't talk a lot of shit, but lately I've been, I've been throwing some people under the bus. Hey, it's BMX. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> that's what we do. We just talk shit and, and, then, uh, and then make up at the next session. Oh man. Anyway, so welcome to the BMX and our Blood Dwayne. Glad to be here. How do you pronounce your last name? Scruton. Scruton? Got it. So we have you on because of Derek. Hey Derek. What's going on? Not much. I'm up here a third time this year. This is really Yeah it is. Huh? Yeah. I'm, like I'm usually going that way, not this way. Yeah. 
But I'm psyched because this is a great spot. So uh, thanks. thanks for letting us do this here. And of course. you're up next. So, uh, <laughs> but you've sat in on a few. So why don't you yes. explain what we're doing? Uh, because I think that'll be so helpful. We are going to the spots in Massachusetts and one in Connecticut because they're basically Massachusetts and talking with everyone, finding out how they came to be in the trails, their history with things, and it's like a report on how everything's looking up here. It's looking really good. Besides the trails today. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's just say we tried to pull off a miracle and it may still happen. Yeah, there's a know. lot of people. We might we might be able to, but not if we have union meetings like that over there though. Right. Well, that's a safety meeting. <laughs> you guys need is to that... be digging while we're over here <laughs> podcasting. Actually, that just looks like a that, that just looks like a plain old trails meeting. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> everyone. Everyone's splitting and sharing, and yeah, we won't talk about what, but it's all good. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're trying to trying to get. Uh, it was Derek's idea. It was a really good one. Just try to touch base with. We're calling it six different sets of trails. Because we included GMT in Enfield, Connecticut, which is right on the border. Right. So we've gotten a few recorded so far, um, which I told you, I, th- I think I may have mentioned. Yep. But it it's uh, it's a lot of fun because we're not getting into exactly, like, your whole story. I would do that as a separate deal, mm-hmm. talking about your trails, how they came to be, like Derek said, and just get as deep into it as you want. I just have a few questions just to start conversations. So Sure. Anyway, so... We're here because you are your MOD trails, right? Yep. Is yep. That, is that Mounds of Dirt? Mounds of Doom. Doom. Mm-hmm. And it's actually Doom. MOD number four. Really? Yeah. The fourth spot? The fourth spot. That's a conversation in and of itself. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So how long has the current spot been going? Uh, we've been going at that spot for, a, I think we're just finishing our eighth season. Yeah. Wow, eight seasons. So you're, kind of like a business you make it five you know you're pretty good right right and we built it all out of rocks so they're gonna have a tough time if they want to get rid of us yeah we, yeah yeah it would cost a lot in machinery to to, to level that right. I'm sure is it hard to get to as well for machines and and uh kind of, yeah we're up on top of like a 10-foot cliff kind of behind a stone quarry oh okay. so well, it's you get not an excavator you can get up there yeah i mean you could get up there but you'd really you'd have to want to get up there so it's yeah. kind of useless land to, for either building or if they're, I suppose, if they're, if it's a quarry, or yeah, could be a quarry they, that's got some value. They, they won't yeah. build there because we're, like, in a gray area of, mm-hmm. uh, like, rental property and wetlands. Okay. So nothing can be built there. Right. And right. the guy who owns the rental properties, it's all garages. Um, he doesn't care that we're up there as long as we're not riding dirt bikes. So we're we're pretty well set, you know, and and we don't party that hard up there, so we're not going to get in trouble. (laughs) Hopefully. How close is it to the nearest neighbor? Because like this obviously happens. Um, we're we're actually pretty close. Um, My photographer Brandon, at some point. Yeah. 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 While we're midstream. Sorry. Go ahead. No, it's all right. We're uh we're pretty close to the nearest like neighbor neighbor, but they've uh. We kind of keep things quiet. We keep things picked up. They can't really see much from where they are, yeah. and we've made sure not to dig. We're basically we're, there's like a hill on either side of us. Oh, okay. So we we stick to one side and make right. sure that they can't really see anything from the other. A couple oh. jumps, but everything else is on the other side of the crest. Got so it. we've never had any issues with them. You know, once in a while we'll see them out in the woods. We'll wave high, and that's yeah. kind of it. Ah. 
That's so, good. Uh, you know, it's you the obviously best thing. know what you're doing. Yeah, you know, it's and if there's no confrontation, that's good as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, absolutely. So where were the other three spots before that? All in Drake. Um, uh, another MOD was Mounds of Drake. It oh, or okay. <laughs> mostly old dudes. It depends on how you want to take it. Um, oh my gosh! Wow. But I was lucky enough to get in on number three. Yeah, yeah. And I had looked up to all those dudes before, you know, mm -hmm. through number one and number two. You know, there was some old prop scene reports that had the original MOD and I believe MOD two in it. And okay. from there, you know, I had seen that as a kid, and that was like my mission to get in with them. And yeah. number three started, and I didn't have a job or a license at the time, but I pedaled about 12, 15 miles every day just to be a part really? of it. <laughs> wow. To just to earn my stripes, and now here I am, one of the one of the main locals at this point at the fourth spot. And actually, I'm glad you said that, and I apologize I didn't ask first. So it's it's you, and who else is part of your part um, of your trail? Right now, crew. the main guys are myself, Matt Mueller, and Brent McGlasson. Mm -hmm. We're the the primary diggers, if you will. Um, but there's been a huge group throughout the years. You know, some come, some go. So it's definitely not like three people that do it. Right. There's a good handful, you That's know, and. Even if it's coming up and grilling with us or having a beer with us, that's just as important as digging sometimes, you know, just just being part of the scene, part of the family. Right. Yeah, I like it. I mean, it's nice when things work out like that, but understandably, as, as I'm figuring out, things that Derek knew, but as we go through an interview, not all trails are, are some trails are completely on the deal. Mm -hmm. That's where I was going with that. So, um, yet yours... Actually, I'm going to go out of order on the questions because this sure. applies right now. Uh, this is like a either or or both. Um, I have, what's your preference, jams or invite only? Um, I guess I'm pro probably part of the old school mentality where it's uh, you got to earn your way in. Mm -hmm. But I, I am all for a good jam. We try to have a jam once a year at least. Uh, this year was a little, we had a weird year this year. But we didn't get as many laps in and as many right. you know normally we have a last call gym uh -huh. and pretty much everybody comes out and just run the jumps until they're they fall apart okay. you know that's last call you know right, and then right, we just right. shut them down for the year which is what we're doing here except we're already tearing them down right. tires. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're having we're getting a little bit scraping of a, a few start. inches of ice off of them yeah well who would have thought you know and we talked about this before like a couple of years ago it's just very inconsistent i don't think there's any exact reason behind it but mm -hmm. just luck of the year you know? right and exactly that one year we were riding at christmas time yeah I mean, it's it's crazy it's yep. so it's mm -hmm. uh it people should talk it's great so yeah having mm -hmm. a la last blast sounds pretty cool yeah it's it's awesome and you know at, at that point it's like nobody has to worry about dialing nobody has to worry about upkeep it's all just have fun when the jumps blow out fire up the grill Grab a couple beers and you know just enjoy it till the fire burns out pretty right, much right but yeah and like back on the whole jam thing like i guess our jumps most people are scared to ride our jumps well, so i may have heard that from a couple <laughs> a couple two three forty people right something so, like that. so even if people show up or we have a jam or whatever like i don't know it, it's it's a catch-22 because we'd mm -hmm. like to have more tire tracks sure all right um just to help blue groove right but uh you know it is what it is yeah. we're happy with it we're just as happy if somebody comes out and is psyched to kill it all day 
Uh-huh. Or if somebody shows up and is like, oh my God, I don't think I'm going to hit your jumps. Right. <laughs> but you could still have fun. Yeah. I mean, that's, oh, when yeah. I, that's when I turn into just a plain fan of BMX. Right. You know, and I, I'm totally good with it. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me. I have just as much fun watching as right. I do riding. You know, if I'm lucky, there's stuff that's good for me. But if not, hanging out isn't the worst thing right. to do in the world, that's for sure. Right. With people that you have, you know, common interests with. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that's a good way to handle it. So, all right. A little background on you. How long have you been in it, into BMX? Oh, man. Um, hell, I think, I mean, I've always ridden a bike from what I've been told. But I started, <laughs> I've start, I started racing when I was 10, I think. Oh, you did? Yeah, primarily just racing. And then um, I grew up kind of on the poor side, so we couldn't afford to race every mm. weekend. Um, right which made it suck to advance in the ranks. Right. So I got to a point where I couldn't get to the next level and I was getting a little bored Right. with the kids I was racing with. Mm-hmm. So that's when I got in the freestyle, got rid of the brakes, put four pegs on. Really? Yeah, I know. You look at my bike now, you'd never think yeah. that way. But uh, yeah, so I'd say I got kind of serious between like somewhere 10 and 12, mm-hmm. you know, racing anyways. And then I was a full street dog. And yeah. then... Uh, I didn't actually get into trails till pretty late. I think I was like 20, 21. Yeah. And um, the prison trails in Borica and the Dover trails up in New Hampshire really did it for me. Um, one of the guys who really like, other than the MOD crew, you know, the original MOD crew was Kyle Amadon or the oh. dialer as most people know him. Yeah, where yeah. He was somebody I really looked up to. He was digging and building the Dover trails at the time. and He's from up that way? Um, he's originally from Western Mass, and he's kind of been all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Dover was just kind of one of the places he hung his hat for years. Uh-huh. And, uh, man, if th- those trails were a sight to see. Those yeah. things were a work of art, and yeah. I feel bad for most of the trail riders who never got to experience even seeing them. Right, Because right. those were wild. They had over-and-unders yeah. and bridges, and they were cool. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, those, those definitely... Uh, set the bar for me and kind of made me want to be part of trails sure so yeah between mod and the dover trails and prison trails is kind of what got my legs under me mm-hmm. they were a little easier a little more accessible and uh from there that's all it took that's when i made sure i became a part of mod uh-huh. number three right and then here i am one of the the main locals at number four so sure. yeah absolutely is that a leaf blower? Uh, I think so. Damn it. We were doing good for a minute there. <laughs> we might be able to squeeze it in still. All right. So why don't I uh, hit some questions in. Uh, Derek, if you have any uh, twists on the question you want to throw in there, go for it. Yep. This is just as much your baby. In fact, I'd like to say it's all your baby. <laughs> we th- we did that. We, we did, did a that. Good loop. Yeah, we did the Got damn triangle that, that last fucking, weekend. That river. When we were going down, was it Route 2? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy hell. Yeah, uh, right before we got into Hatfield. What? In the middle of New England? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. It was it was serious like professional kayaking rocks. territory. <laughs> That's I don't even think a professional kayaker could have navigated those. Yeah. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah, there were crazy eddies and forming and just like real danger spots. Yeah. Didn't, didn't but good good drive for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So we did the scenic after the leaves fell tour. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. The top of Route 2 was pretty good. It was when it's like that top part of Massachusetts oh, was nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you come down. 
Right, right. Uh, but we can't tell you exactly where. In fact, I told everyone I went in blindfolded. Uh, Derek drove me into one of the <laughs> secret sites. Yeah. But uh, which. Uh, Oh, Al spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could say it. We're He's just not, there. We're not dropping. Yeah. He knows the deal. Al, Al's trails, man. That was. Uh, I didn't get to experience those till this year, and mm-hmm. man, Al is one of those dudes again who I've. He's. I think he's only maybe a year older than me, if uh-huh. not a couple months. But yeah. Yeah. Al's one of the dudes I always looked up to. He's been a serious ape in the trail scene for as long as I've known him, and, he, and uh, his trails, his trails are what trails are supposed to be. Right. You yes. know, everybody's That's... got their own take on things, but his, from what I've heard from a handful of people and myself included, uh-huh. those are the most trails set of trails in New England. Yeah. And they are badass. Yeah. What makes them that way to you? Cutting through trees, under trees, yeah, back and forth, the hips, the it's just nothing, nothing is the same, nothing straightforward, and yeah. they're just a blast. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. It it looked great, but I don't think I got a really good view of it because he. I think he got the back. best view of it of anybody else. There was no leaves. <laughs> oh, usually, right, right. usually if you're standing anywhere, yeah. you see the landing and the next lip, and that's it. Yeah, but some stuff was under construction still, finishing yeah. up lines and. Oh, and, that place is gonna be under construction yeah. for a while, but yeah. once it's done, but it's gonna be the just, New England like. Just what I saw. It. I mean, one of those hips was just crazy toward the end there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he's um, in the, the one right b- before you go down the hill, right? Like yeah. the, the bottom, bottom part of the yes. hill. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's just gonna be That's nuts. Crazy. But uh, did you try to emulate any other trails when you built yours? Um, no, we kind of got started, and I uh, we kind of just made the made do with the landscape we had. Right. And then from there, I was I had really started going on tour and seeing what everybody else's trails had to offer. Mm-hmm. and coming back and taking bits and pieces from each. But, you know, anybody will come to our trails and say they're completely different than anybody else's. Right. Which is the same, you know, Oakwood's is different from everybody else's. Mm-hmm. Pinewood's different from everybody else's. But that's what makes it unique. Right. You know, you can go and have a blast at anybody's set of trails, and mm-hmm. you have to learn how to ride every set right. of jumps. Right. And it's great. Mm-hmm. Thank you. But, Perfect. yeah, ours are, uh, I mean, we just had to deal with what we had, which right. sucked and why it took us so long to get what we have built because like I said it's all rock it's we have about probably 10 to 15 percent dirt yeah which is so you use the rocks this is your what I think you're almost infamous for or famous for is your um, your stacking of rocks to to back up takeoffs and landings that's it and and it's it's like a work of art Mm-hmm. You almost had to learn how to learn that out of necessity to use the material. Oh, hundred percent. That whole, I mean, even still, it was hundred percent a learning process for all of us. Because mm-hmm. I remember the first year, we were just trying to dig with dirt, and by the end of the first season, we had three, four foot tall rock walls that ran down the side of every line, and finally it clicked. Like, man, we gotta we gotta bury these things. Yeah. Like, they're yeah. just sitting there. It's a death trap at this point, and then. Oh, the walls started going up and yeah. we just basically oh, we would yeah. the way we build is we pull all the dirt to the side mm-hmm. pile rock pile rock pile rock build the walls oh, okay. and then cover it and i mean you know we might only have two to three inches of dirt coverage on anything right right it's too bad you weren't near a baseball field like uh steve crandall's gentleman club trails right. 
Have you been there? Yeah, I've I've heard of it and I've seen pictures. Oh, it's so funny. But you get this bright orange top layer over everything that he got a bucket at a time. <laughs> it's well, like the Johnny Cash song. We have been known to steal some buckets of clay from baseball fields to help. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh man. I, I think we've all done it. Yeah. yeah. We've done it here. Yeah, have you? Which yeah. One? Some, uh, which one belongs to which town? Um, well, there's traces of Worcester, traces of Hatfield. <laughs> nice. From all around. Would you I think there him, might. Did you take them right off of Chris's trails? You just actually there's one day he <laughs> he came here completely unannounced. Yeah. With two five-gallon pails of his dirt, and just smeared them into our small line. Oh, our... so that, that was kind of cool. Yeah, he's. Well, and then he... even in that wheelbarrow, there's some leftovers from a job in Worcester. Oh, okay. I would I would take a five-gallon bucket home every day. Yeah. Yeah. That's really. amazing. Sourcing dirt. Yeah. <laughs> Five gallons at a time. Yeah, it that's worked it. good. Oh, that's, that's, it was one that's of those really years cool. where everything was super dry, so you could kind of like mix it like cement together. Yeah, yeah. And it bonds well with like all right. your dirt. Right. Uh, let's see. So, well, speaking of dirt, we were just talking about dirt. So you're really rocky. I was going to ask you how the dirt is around your area. Um, is everything man-made? I always ask this question because it's different for everybody. Yep. You've never gotten a machine in there. Yeah, Obviously. our biggest thing is no, no heavy equipment. As mm -hmm. much as it sucked, we've had to move rocks with two-ton motor lifts and six people. There's pictures of it somewhere on Facebook or Instagram or something where five people are pushing a rock and one guy's pulling the winch. Yeah. And it's it's pretty wild, like looking back and like seeing some of the big rocks we have in place on the landings, like. Right. And then a lot of them that we couldn't move, we had to break with sledgehammers by hand. <laughs> that's that's amazing um, let's see what are the favorite what's your what's your favorite feature at your trails what what's a feature there that you that just you look at it and say man this is all about MOD right there that's it my favorite feature is when you walk into our jumps our biggest and scariest jump is right there as soon as you walk in yeah. It's, it's well now it's three jumps it's my jump right. side pipe and speed wobble and speed wobble is something of its own that came across in the last year yeah and it's only about three feet tall and it's almost a 30 foot gap <laughs> is it downhill like a like down, a long yeah skipper? you you hit a skipper and yeah. then you pump down a waterfall so you're like going down 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 yeah yeah as fast as you can right and uh yeah that one came about our buddy randy who's one of the original mod locals mm -hmm. His his son Aiden, who is gonna be the biggest ape in BMX in the next couple of years, really? kid is fearless. <laughs> loves coming to the jumps, loves riding. But so he used to start up on one of the landings and just pump down the big waterfall. Yeah. And as we were building the jump, he came over the waterfall, got speed wobble, and dumped it. Oh, and we're yeah. like, that's it. That's speed wobble right there. <laughs> and yeah, it's it's one of the scariest jumps we got. Uh -huh. And then next to side pipe, which is questionably one of our other scariest jumps it's, yeah. i think that one's only about 20 feet something like that only. but only <laughs> but the lip and landing are over your head yeah, yeah and yeah. you know straight up rock walls straight right. up and down you right. know so it's that's when you walk in that's the first thing you see and that's the intimidation factor and one of the things like yeah. it may, i maybe i speak for myself but i think we all pride ourselves on that one because everybody walks in they're like 
oh, like pictures don't do this place justice. They don't. <laughs> they quickly throw the bike in right, the woods, like, and I didn't bring a bike. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I brought money for beer and yeah, steak, yeah. like whatever. Just, just go back. I, I couldn't find it. Man. I got two, two flats. <laughs> I've got four already. Four flats. Um, so yeah, I mean that's pretty cool. That's that's uh, I. Well, I like the names of the different lines. That's that's awesome. And you you've names for your lines, right here? Yeah. Which we'll get to in the next interview. Yeah. But a lot of people actually did out. Yeah. Every oh, yeah. line's got a name. He's even got names for connecting lines. I was gonna say. Nice. I think Al's got a name for every jump, doesn't he? No, not no, just, okay. not jump. Just lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I just think it's it's cool. He's mm-hmm. he's slacking then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he used to. <laughs> First place I went to that. Uh, they had so many different names for lines was probably Cody's, which mm-hmm. was cool because the safety way to do it is to call out what line you're going to hit, right. mm-hmm. so you don't, you know, cut someone off that's that's hipping into his big line or whatever right. they're doing. So that's another reason, I guess, we should have line names, mm-hmm. you know. So that's that's cool. So what's your favorite feature at trails you have been to, and why? Oh, that's that's a tough one. Um, I'll let you give two or three. I don't care. Yeah, There's no I, rules here. I was going to say, I think everybody's got their own yeah. own part of their jumps that I've liked the most. Mm-hmm. I like Oakwoods. I love this hip. Oh, yeah. The end hip. Yeah. Like, you yeah. can just pull to the moon on that thing, and it uh-huh. feels great. I love a good hip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether it's right. left or right, or, you know, however it sends it, mm-hmm. it's good. Um, Pinewoods, they're arguably one of my favorite set of jumps in New England. Yeah. They're just super straightforward and mm. I, I don't want to call them easy by any means right but they're just awesome and i every, the pinewood dudes are awesome all at the same time and every time i've been there i've had a good time good. Right. um and then uh i was gonna say another one that stands out is probably bears at cumbies oh, unfortunately cumbies isn't around anymore but man that line was phenomenal another big hip yeah. Right at the end, and you came cooking into that thing, and you had to be on top of it. Right. And uh, yeah, that place was great. Cumbies. I wish Cumbies was still around for sure. And mm. I, I don't think there's any trail rider who hasn't been to Cumbies that wouldn't say the same thing. Right. You know, Vic. Vic, somebody I think everybody looks up to. Oh in, sure. In everything he does with trails, with the shop, with whatever he he is BMX in mm-hmm. every way, shape, and form. And Cumbies kind of set the bar for a lot of trail spots. Right. Right. You know, I don't think Cody's house would have been the same without Cumbies, you know, because I know Cody grew up in Cumbies, more or yeah. less. Right. Right. Yeah, unfortunately, I missed I missed that. But there's there's footage out there. Oh, yeah. Is, which is awesome. And mm-hmm. photo. I mean, there's a lot of great photos from there, mm-hmm. for sure. But um, any out-of-state uh, features that you that you like? Um, boondocks. That Ooh. that big step up, man, mm-hmm. and that's another one that unfortunately got torn down. Uh, right. But yeah, that place was wild. Yeah. And then luckily, I I was lucky enough to ride some trails in Florida this summer or this winter, I should say, their summer. Is that grapefruit? <laughs> grapefruit? Is grapefruit it? trails, yeah. Mark, uh, Mark Mulville, or does he just ride there? Mulville rides and uh, he digs there here and there. Um, mm-hmm. Sean, I uh, and I'm sure he's going to hear this and be pissed that I can't say his last <laughs> name, but. Flyzend, I want to say. Okay. He's an awesome dude. I, he's originally from up here, up oh. from Maine, and he knows a lot of the same guys that I do. We mm-hmm. have a lot of mutual friends, but I got there a bunch, stayed there a bunch. He was super welcoming, and mm-hmm. uh, 
I don't know if I should give this out, but he gave me the gate key or combo as soon as I showed up and basically uh, told me to make the place home. Really? And I did. And, you know, I, I worked to earn that. Sure. He gave me the respect without any question, but I earned right. that respect mm-hmm. afterwards. And, you know, I was there and he'd back me up on this any day of the week. You know, I was there. I'd wake up at six in the morning and just start digging. There was a few days he came down on his lunch break because he knew I was there and was just like blown away at how much I got accomplished. Yeah. And I know when Cody Diggs came down this winter, he met me at my mom's house in Georgia. Mm-hmm. And then we went to Grapefruit from there and it had rained two days prior. Uh-huh. And me, Cody and Grant resurfaced the entirety of Grapefruit Trails. And, yeah, Sean showed up at lunchtime, same deal. It was just like, oh, my God. He's like, I yeah. thought I had my work cut out for me this week, and you guys finished it all. Did he have dirt dumped? Because we all know that, that yeah. Florida's got a tough situation there yep. with a lot of sand. His, his are actually, it's a state park. Okay. Which is a blessing and a curse. He mm-hmm. knows the trails aren't going anywhere, but at the same time, everybody is allowed, everybody's welcome, and you can find the trails on Google. Oh, So, you know, it makes it tough for somebody running a set of trails because anybody can go down there. Not everybody knows the code where you got to water, you got to rake, blah, 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 blah. Right. But for guys like us to show up and just dial the whole place, and I only think we probably took about six or seven laps before we went to Swamp Fest. Right. So we dialed the whole place in and left. (laughs) That's amazing. You definitely deserve a key. Maybe a key to the city. That's that's, That's pretty amazing. Uh, so let's see if, yeah, I'm hardly losing battery, so the cold isn't affecting this at all. Um, so, any trails on your bucket list? Anywhere you'd like to go? I mean, this could be international. This could be any anywhere. Uh, uh, this is going to make me sound like a really horrible trail rider, but I have yet to make it to any of the PA trails. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, that's, I know. That's, and that's, no, that's everybody's not, reaction. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I'm interested by it. I think that's, there's obviously a reason behind it. Mm-hmm. Um... um so it's just well i had i've had the invite for years um through a whole different handful of people Mm -hmm. um i don't know it's the last year's been weird it's been tough for me to travel as much Mm -hmm. um i got a dog who doesn't do great at trails she's an awesome dog but it's just tough to get away for the weekend yeah and uh it's a lot easier to go to like you know any of the trails in new england be an hour or two from home and be able to go home at the end of the day yeah right, right but Hopefully next year. I mean, I've been, I've ridden the trails in Texas. I've, you know, I've ridden trails in Florida. But uh, mm. yeah, PA as close as they are to home. Yeah, that's that's bucket list cool. for sure. That's wild, and it's probably what's uh, kept you building and and uh, helping out at trails around Mass, right? Yep, absolutely. Keep it close. Mm-hmm. Leave dog for a bit during the day. And, yeah, and or, I mean, if time. I know it's just a dig day, my mm-hmm. dog comes with me. Oh, okay. Yeah, she just, uh, she was good for a little bit, and then she got a little too smart for her own good and uh, figured out how to skip jumps and wait for me at the bottom of the landings. Oh, right, right, right. She got T-boned a few times and hasn't smartened up since. Yeah, really. <laughs> wow. Unreal. You could say hi out loud. It doesn't matter. What's up, guys? What's going, going on? What's up, Zach? Yeah. Zach here. Good to see you guys. Rooftop Zach. I'll always think of him as our own <laughs> rooftop Zach. <laughs> yeah. You going to backflip off a handrail? 
the bike out again, though. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> That's when I think of rooftop. That's all I think about. No, I'm thinking <laughs> jumping off a roof yeah, into, yeah, the, into the line of drills like Craig Hooper's for... Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. Hooper needs to get those jams back. Yeah, he does. I oh, yeah. say that on record. You can say it on record. one of my I'm going to back, I'm gonna back that up on record. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll call them after we're done, too. Such a killer time. I don't care if it's overgrown or anything. We can make that happen. Oh, yeah. That was such work. a fun jam. Yeah, Because you just have one line. That's mm-hmm. it. One That's line. It. Everyone's waiting on the road to, do it, to take a turn. The neighbors are in, in yeah, on it. Yeah, the neighborhood it's... involvement was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was great. Oh, my God. Anyway, um, let's see. All right. Uh, what's your feeling, feeling about trail building warm-up areas and or pump tracks? Um... I give you a pass on this one. If you go the direction I think you are, it's a it's a catch twenty two. Um, I really really agreed with it at first, mm-hmm. and I I do like that it's bringing more people into the trails world, mm-hmm. but it's also making more people feel like the trails should be built for them, mm-hmm. and they don't have to do the work. Because right. unfortunately, I had I went to one of the uh, jams in Rhode Island Mm -hmm. and I was talking to some people and uh, they live pretty local to MOD and we're asking oh yeah when are you guys going to build some small stuff blah 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 and I you know told them I'm like hey we are ready and willing to help with anything as long as people show initiative come on up we already have a small line that we pretty much forgot about Mm because It's enough work keeping up with all the big jumps. Yeah. And I, you know, I've told a million people this, like, come on up. You want to take it over? We'll change it however which way you want. Right. And then I got the response, well, I like the pump track because every time I show up, it's just dialed and ready for me to ride. And then I can leave when I'm done. Oh, wow. To even say that is amazing. Right. And that, like, as a trail builder, digger, whatever, I'm like, that, like, oh, cut me deep. I'm like, ah. Oh like well this is it's a catch-22 it's great having all these extra people in the scene yeah but at the same time there's a whole bunch of extra people in the scene who don't feel like they need to do anything that the trails should be ready when they show up wow maybe it's time to sanction trails and you have to buy a membership because you got to get something out of these people. <laughs> right right something wow that's it that's uh amazingly ignorant i think to say something like that right so i mean it's great i mean i would love for a lot of these people and some of them do mm-hmm. this isn't everybody sure for them to go out to their local spot and nine times out of ten your local trail rider if you showed up and showed any initiative mm-hmm. would be like okay well let's start a new line yeah. you want a roller line you want a small jump line mm-hmm. let's mm-hmm. have at it you know or at the very least say i'm going to give you the pointers here you go right Right. But, you know, it's it's good to see more people in BMX. Honestly, it's amazing to see all the female mm-hmm. BMX riders now. And they are killing it. They, they are absolutely killing it. And, and just as you were saying that, I was thinking about Caddy and Posh. And the women there took the initiative and started building their own lines. Right. Which which is awesome. I mean, that's, that's the way it, it doesn't have to work. But it, I'm sure everyone's more apt to jump in and help out you know with with that kind of they're leading the charge for what they want to ride so that's right i, I just think it's a good combination mm-hmm. and uh and yeah their their scenes are growing because it's it does open up a whole another area so that they could ride that and then just watch the rest or maybe it's a family situation where 
you know, maybe part of the family's riding the, the big stuff and the other can still ride the smaller stuff. So Right. It's I think you're right. I think it is a catch twenty two and it's not God, it almost sounds like BMX racers that want to ride trails like the track's always ready for me. Right. You right, know? exactly. Every every Sunday that track's ready. You right. know. How come you guys aren't? <laughs> you know. I'm exaggerating the, what you're saying, but yeah, it's that's gotta be difficult. But I originally I'd said I I think I know the answer to the question because I thought you were gonna say there's nowhere to put a line like that because you're you're so constrained by well the 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 work right, getting rocks right. out of the way just to make an area and it's I mean, yeah, yes and no. There, there's always room for something else. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's crossing through another set or whatever. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's, it's all in the help you get. Right. You know, and every trail scene has a different number of people digging at it. You know, you have a jam. Obviously, you're going to have 15, 20, 30 people willing to help out, which yeah. is great. But those months where it's just you and your buddies in the spring trying to get things going, yeah. you know, you might only have two three four people on a given day right and none of us are gonna put the work into a roller line for somebody else when we have the big jumps that we want to ride sure but you know um and i'm hoping people are listening to this you want you want some smaller stuff come out to your local trails we'll help you build them but don't expect it to be there for you no no (laughs) it's it's fair enough uh and it's a good thing to have heard so all right this i I like this one because this one—I <laughs> don't know—it's kind of—it's kind of a joke in one way, but it's—it's it's somewhat serious. So it's rake and ride on tarp and ride, or uh, conditions must be perfect. Where do you sit in in, in, in between or um, one way? So our jumps are normally the least maintained out of everybody's into <laughs> which we're fine with yeah, yeah um i'm i come from a little bit the older generation of bmx where they rode black dirt mm. where stuff blew out and you know whatever right. everybody else's jumps are awesome you know they uh keep them very very well main- maintained but mm-hmm. uh yeah rake rake and ride i guess yeah not what i thought you'd say <laughs> That's why I love this stuff because it's not what I thought you would say. It's um, so you you wouldn't sacrifice a, se- a session like a good session because of uh, needing more time to, to butter stuff up, let it sit. At somebody else's jumps, I'm absolutely all for helping out, putting an extra <laughs> shovel in. Right, right. At my set of jumps, at like MOD. I'm so anal, and I mm-hmm. think the other guys would probably back me up on this, that I would almost rather do all the shovel work myself. Sure. Which kind of sucks, but, like, I don't know. Where our dirt's so weird and we have so many rocks, mm-hmm. I've seen too many people, like, start working on something, and then it gets blown out worse and worse and worse, and yeah, it's yeah. like you're, you're almost better off just leaving the little blowout and running right. it. So... So do you kind of get it set during the year and you maintain it? And if there's a slight thing that's off, you kind of let it go until you have... Until it's an issue or yeah. the right person wants to fix it. You know what I mean? There's, there is a handful of people who would have no problem dialing anywhere. Right. But there are also a good amount of people who like only know how to work with a certain type of dirt, mm-hmm. which is fine. You know, it took me a while to learn how to like work at everybody's spots. Sure. Yeah. So it's a learning process everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got a different different dirt, different way of using it. 
different shovels make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. I'm picky. I'm like half the set of trails I go to, I don't even want to touch their shovels because like I have <laughs> I have mine at home. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm like this one just doesn't feel right to me. Really? Mm-hmm. I can back that up. Yep. For sure. Wow. I, I like the plastic shovels. <laughs> got to be a wooden handle. Right. It's got to oh, be right, perfectly right. flat. Got to have it. Let's just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's too wild. many things. I didn't even think about that. But yeah, there are shovels that mm-hmm. I, I've seen. I'm not good at dialing because I come from in the rake and ride era. Right. And so I, I'll, I'll pile dirt up and, you know, I'll roll up and down. The right. Bike, smack it a little bit. Well, but that's, I mean, nine times out of ten, that's, I'd prefer doing that anyways. I think that does yeah. a better job half the time. Nothing yeah, like right. Yep. Yeah, I was going to say, an old set of Vans is probably your best packing tool you can have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Man. Um, I I think, geez, believe it or not. We uh, through those th- questions, huh? Yeah, we hammer through those questions. You want right. to add anything? Is there anything you'd like to know about uh, MOD, Derek? Because you... Anything I'd like to know. This is the... See, one, th- one thing that is is really amazing to me is it's the fourth one we've recorded. And uh, everybody's dirt is different. Mm-hmm. And Al can tell you what kind of dirt you have because... <laughs> <laughs> he can tell you right down to the mineral. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Which, which blew my mind, but yeah. it's apparently public access. And it's, yep. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's I, geological survey and stuff I or what. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure Al bought that property based specifically on the dirt. Oh, yeah. I think he, he talked he about He said he, he yeah. had his mindset when he was like 21. I'm going to search around. He said he's like New York... Right. Uh, I don't know. He'll say it all on his podcast. I don't want to give away too much. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We don't know what order he's, he's coming probably up. Probably spent about <laughs> five, six years finding a spot just mm-hmm. to dig in. Yeah, it's great. But just the information online he was talking about to find out about oh, yeah. your dirt composition yeah. is was wild. It was like, you can do that? Oh, yeah, anyone <laughs> can look it up. Anyone meeting him, I don't think I'd be able to find that. My wife works at a library, and I don't think we could find that. <laughs> but. Uh, but anyway, yeah, anything else you got, Derek? Um, Maybe scene-related, because I keep missing on these, really talking about the the scene as well. I mean, we know about the trails, um, but scene, scene questions, and you're, you're talking about guys that are young kids that seem like they may be the future. I'm Things think. like um, I don't know. Pretty much been asking everyone, like, what brought you into trails like what was that spark that just set it off you know yeah i i mean as weird as i'm digging mod but mod is what did it for me mm-hmm. yeah. like those dudes the originals uh nutter randy mueller tim woods mm-hmm. brent mcglasson who's still i dig with you know whenever we can and i live with them now too yeah <laughs> um yeah jared zarowski cody cody page um mm-hmm. Those dudes were apes, still are apes. Yeah. You know, whether they ride as much as they do now or did, whatever. Right. MOD is pretty much what what turned me on to trails. Sure. This and, that uh, part of where you live, which is getting closer to New Hampshire border, right? Oh yeah, where our trails are a half mile from New Hampshire. Oh, that far. Wow. All right. Mm-hmm. It amazes me in the time that I was that I was out of it, um, out of BMX, and before I got back into it. I noticed right away there's that age group of amazing riders like like Clint, like Nutter, uh, even not Maddie, right? 
Where's Maddie from? Maddie Aquazap? Uh, yeah, Aquazap. Yeah, Is he I, from up this way too? Yeah, I believe he's from like the Derry area as well. Concord, New Hampshire? Or Concord, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, right. he grew up with Clint and Brian Hunt and all okay. those uh, mm-hmm. same guys that I... Yeah. Yeah, that they all, you know, started at MOD, you and know, they, here and there and had their own sets as well. Sure. That's amazing to have that many quality guys from one, basic, basically one area. Mm-hmm. That's just amazing. And then Derek, where would that be before their time? Derek Gerard. The Maniac? Uh, the oh, Maniac, yeah, he yeah. was He was all, they're all in the same group. Mm. Yeah, same age-ish. Yeah, Derek's, Derek's a little older. Mm-hmm. I want to say he's in his 40s, and sorry, Derek, if you're listening to this. Oh, you know what? <laughs> yeah, you're right, because Yeagle uh, also, he he's good friends with Yeagle, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so he was probably all the way down at, Su- at the Suffield Trail. Suffield, yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, more more people that that all moved away from the area, not all, almost all, and made a huge impact in other scenes. Oh yeah, I'm just proud of that because I'm like, I, you know, proud of New England. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, just yeah. to be able to say you're from New England and you know you you, you could go anywhere and, and create a scene, a good one, yep. a really good one. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, that's that's awesome. And anyone can do it. I didn't ride a bike until I was out of high school, and we created this in six years. Really? Yeah. You didn't ride until you were out of high school? Yeah. Wow. So anyone can do it. You put your heart into it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you put your heart into something and focus on it. Like, you can do it. Yeah. You can do it. Yeah, I was going to say, I met Derek shortly after he started riding, I think. Yeah. Maybe a year or two after. At sunset, probably. Yep. And holy shit, the amount you progressed over the last just handful of years is fucking wild. Yeah, I'm scaring myself. (laughs) Yeah, it's Derek and ride. Yes. No question. I'm watching my brother ride motocross, I think. Yeah. In video games. <laughs> as weird as that is to say. <laughs> there, there's a game where you, you gotta like, it's a motocross game, but you, you control the bike with one hand and control your rider with the other. So just putting both of those together, then you take that same physics, the same theory, mm-hmm. and I applied it to BMX. Yeah. It's just... Hey. It worked for me. If it helps you visualize and helps you yeah. help you get that part done, that's weird to say. Try it in a video game and then do it in real life. Right. Isn't that like a big right. thing they say right in the beginning? Do not try this. This is fantasy. Right. Or at least you know, try it into a foam pit first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or something. Wow. Uh, well, that's yeah. good. I hope uh, I hope your guys are, are into you representing. I'm sure they'll be they'll be happy about it. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'm I'm glad you talked about them because. You can do it with one, we all know that, but it's, uh, yeah, it's no, a hell of a lot more fun and productive to have a good, solid group yeah, of friends. No, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be there. I wouldn't be part of MOD if it wasn't for those guys. If it wasn't for the original guys, yeah. You know, it's like I said, number four. Right. So without the originals, there, I would not. I'd probably be driving an hour to dig at somebody's set of trails. Right. Right. <laughs> Any plans for the future? This this winter, are you heading out anywhere? Nah, this winter I'm trying to uh, work as much as I can, stack some money and buy a house, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Last year I had a good tour. I was away for like two and a half months, something like that. Mm. And I got, yeah, I got lucky, was in the right places at the right time and mm-hmm. knew the right people and got lucky enough to help build Swamp Fest just because yeah. I saw Cody was traveling south Mm-hmm. Offered him a place to stay at my mom's house, and from there it's history. Yeah, you know he talked to Trey, and right. we lived at Swamp Fest for I, almost three weeks. It was it, it was great. I, I remember following it. It was amazing. 
Yeah, holy shit. And honestly, Swamp Fest was sweet, but the weekend before was fucking wild. <laughs> <laughs> I think I remember there were models or something. Oh, yeah. Some, they, I don't know what that was all was, about, but it was fun. Uh, <laughs> Backwoods Riot Fest. Oh, my God. There was Bring Your Monster Truck to the Music Festival weekend. <laughs> oh, so it had nothing to do with what Cody was doing. No, no, yeah. but they... Because it's starting to come back to me what I Yeah, what I no, we were but... there. I think me and Cody were about to actually leave for the weekend. Uh-huh. And the owner of the place was like, hey, I'll give you guys all excess passes to the music festival. You stay and ride and try to bring other people into Swamp Fest. Oh, okay. So we're like, okay, David Allen Coe was playing, and I wanted to see him anyways. <laughs> yeah. Man. So we got backstage passes, and, you know, yeah. it was great. And we just watched... Wow. bunch of good old boys ride their monster trucks around and listen to music <laughs> oh my god that's great it was nice. wild and you know it's yeah. like i think everybody's got a different bmx story but bmx yeah. will take you and introduce you to things that you never thought like you would see be part of and it just all just from knowing the right people and being in the right place at the right, right. time like right. you never know what's going to happen thank god for oh, yeah. for redneck florida <laughs> <laughs> Central Florida is a wild place. <laughs> After going to that, it opened my eyes to, uh, oh, it's not all retired? Retirement communities oh, no. here? <laughs> that, that's an awesome venue. I can't wait to go again this year. Mm -hmm. and, uh, it's oof, it, it's something I don't think anyone should miss. No, absolutely you know, at not. At least hit it once. You know? Right. Mm -hmm. I didn't go the year before, but I'm mm -hmm. glad I was part of it this year for sure. Yeah, definitely. It was I give him a ton of credit, and you, you know, you helping out, too, with Cody, and, and, uh, uh, geez, I forgot the other, long hair, um, Grant, Grant, no, oh, Ryan Herbach, Ryan Herbach, that's yep. yeah. yeah, I was gonna say, Ryan more or less laid the blueprints, and mm -hmm. me and Cody came and helped dial, and, yeah, we got to put the blue groove in, which is my favorite part. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> me and Cody would wake up, have coffee, and then start riding by, like, 7.30 yeah. in the morning. Right. Hell yeah. And it, it, it looks, following along what you guys were doing, it, it looked like so much fun. I wish I had that kind of, was able to, to do that kind of thing time-wise. Mm -hmm. but, uh, but, yeah, it's good stuff. Well, I think that's the end of it, buddy. All right. Yeah. So the, the BMX were, the, 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 I should say, the best beard in BMX. <laughs> I got to finally sit down and talk with you. I got to dig up a picture. I have a friend from uh, Rhode Island that, that has... A red beard, but long. I mean, like, <laughs> really long. Amazing beard that I'll get a picture and show you. But All right. Yeah, yours is very refined. It's perfect. I have, to, I have to keep it on the shorter side for work. I try to push my limits. <laughs> <Shorter> <laughs> <side>. <laughs> I know. It's well. like four inches long, shorter side. Oh, oh man. Well, I let it grow all last winter and I was, we had a yeah. welcome back to work party and the boss's wife was like um you need to trim like six inches off that <laughs> it was probably down to here oh man <laughs> Christmas is over you right, can't yeah. play that gig you don't you need know? your winter coat anymore <laughs> right oh that's great well I appreciate it. I appreciate what you do and hopefully I'll make it up there at some point and oh, yeah. I'm going to demand a pump draft when I'm there you know? <laughs> Seriously though, I appreciate it, and it's it's been good to see you around and and just part of part of your scene. Right on. It scene. So, ha uh, happy to be part of it. I'm happy New England is what it is. You know, mm. the last few years of the trail scenes have like absolutely flourished. Oh, yeah. and that's why we're doing this. Yeah, and it's more popping sick. up. Some of the guys here are starting their own trails. They've yeah, some of these people here going. today. I remember their the jam was like the first time they had even ridden big trails, and they're like, 
I've never really rid jumps before, but this is awesome. Yeah. And they're here today. Right, right. Trying to get laps. Yeah. I hope we do. Yeah, it's know. definitely clicking. There's a lot of things that are going right, so yeah. that's good. I mean, we got like 20 people here already. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, <laughs> they're they're working. Oh, wait. I looked the wrong way. They're not working. <laughs> they're no, working. They're just starting <laughs> fire. Uh, they're not working. They're working. All right. <laughs> yeah. Part, part union break. You gotta you gotta split it up. But anyway, I very much appreciate it. Awesome. It's nice to hang with you for Glad a bit. I could be part yeah. of it. And Derek, it wouldn't happen mm -hmm. without you coming up with this idea. So thank mm -hmm. you for doing this. And we got two more to do, and we can yeah. wrap this up. I'll start messing around with it a bit, and uh, and post the podcast. Right so, on. Um, I'm thinking maybe two, two, and two. I think that'd be the best. Yeah. Because they're uh, they're good. They're yeah. two at a time would be a good length of time. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyone that's listened to these knows I can go like three, four hours, <laughs> and you you totally lose track of time. So those right. those get to be those get to be hard for people to listen to. I, I like it, but and a lot of people do, but not not everyone. You gotta have that. You gotta have that long commute, or want to listen while you're digging, or right, whatever. Right. You know what I mean? You gotta find find ways the to get the time and the attention. Yeah. yeah, but it's uh, it, it's there's so many good people that make the interviews what they are it's mm -hmm. it's not i'm just facilitating using my phone and, and putting it up there the people have made this podcast so interesting people you just want to hear from absolutely so, and you're one of them right on i'm, so, well, I'm <laughs> hoping people want to hear from me yeah <laughs> oh people people definitely do yeah people definitely do there's that it's the bmx community we all kind of know each other and right. someone that wants to know more about you will through this mm -hmm. so or even we've had this happen many times, uh, where you thought you knew something about actually Chris Doyle. I joke around with Chris Doyle about it. He uh, he's doing a little podcast work now, and he just interviewed Chris Bennett. Mm -hmm. I believe it's Chris Bennett. I'm going to kick myself if I have the wrong name, or I'll just insert the right name after. But uh, he said he did that interview, and he uh, and I don't know when it's going up, by the way. But, um, he learned stuff about his best friend like he didn't even know. Right. You know, so it's great. You, you sit down and you really start drilling down into history and, and present. Mm -hmm. And it's just cool stuff. You know, everyone's got a good story. They may not think they do, but they do. Right, right. Everyone's got a good story. So, uh, all right. We'll wrap it up on that. Cool. Still got a good, good amount of battery left. I'm feeling good about this. Yeah. Nice. All right. Thanks again. Yeah, no problem.